Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Culture Club. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time. I'm Elliot Danker together with Timothy Go and Chua Tian Tian. Time for Culture Club. Now, this is a day that's been observed since uh, 2012, uh, the 1st of August, World Lung Cancer Day. And this is, of course, to commemorate, to celebrate, and to support those impacted by lung cancer. And at the same time, it is also a time to raise awareness and encourage more research and funding against lung cancer. So you know what? In line with this effort, 365 Cancer Prevention Society has launched Are You at Risk? It's Singapore's first free lung screening program for low-income families. It's happening right now Mm -hmm. until the end of September. And this is based on the Singapore Cancer Registry's annual report 2020 released by the National Registry of Diseases in December last year. Lung cancer is the first and the third. uh, So it's the first leading cause of death for males and the third among women in Singapore. Yeah, it accounts for one in six cancer incidents in male patients about the Mm -hmm. age of 80. It's also common among older females. We're going to find out more about this right now in the studio. With us, uh, we have Andrew So, who's Assistant Director for Fundraising, Marketing and Volunteer Management at 365 Cancer Prevention Society. Andrew, good afternoon. Welcome to the studio. Hi, afternoon, everyone. And joining him, of course, is Dr. Wong Siu Wei, who is Senior Consultant Parkway Cancer Center. Dr. Wong, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. So, doctor, let's begin with you. Could you tell us what exactly lung cancer is? Lung cancer refers to uncontrolled growth of cells lining the air passages in the lungs. As you mentioned earlier, in Singapore, lung cancer remains a very common cancer and mm-hmm. is the, actually the third commonest cancer in both males and females. It remains the top cause of cancer-related deaths in Singaporean men, partly due to the fact that it is discovered in late stage in up to 60% of cases. Mm. Well, let's talk a little bit about the early symptoms of lung cancer. Obviously, risk factor, top of the list would be things like smoking, but I'm sure there's a lot more. What are your thoughts, Doctor? Smoking, as you mentioned, is, is the biggest risk factor, including passive smoking. Mm. The lifetime risk of lung cancer in heavy smokers, about 30%. Mm. And alternatives such as cigar, filtered cigarettes and low tar cigarettes are just as likely to cause lung cancers. There are other well-described risk factors such as asbestos, okay. redden, mm. exposure and air pollution, but these are harder to quantify. We even have clusters of lung cancers seen in families. But as of now, we do not have a described specific gene mutation that we can test for. Wow. So you mentioned that most of the time, was 68% was I think the figure that you mentioned, that it's detected late? 60%. 60%. Why is that so? Is it, it, why is it so hard to detect? I think the message today is early lung cancer do not tend to cause symptoms. Oh. So that's oh. the biggest takeaway message. Okay. And things that people may associate with lung cancer, such mm-hmm. as persistent cough, mm. coughing out of blood, severe breathlessness, chest pain, those are largely symptoms that you may see when it's larger cancer sitting it's like in the chest. It's too late already yeah. in that sense. Wow. Are, are there other, other like common myths when it comes to lung cancer? Like the one you mentioned, coughing, not necessarily. It, just because you don't cough doesn't mean you don't have lung cancer. Yes. I think one of the myths is if I'm, symptom- uh, if I'm not having any symptoms, yeah. we, I'm not harboring any cancer in my body. And patients only seek assistance and attention when, when they have 
blood yeah. cough or persistent cough okay. for a few months, okay. then it may show up. Yes. In some cases, individuals may have unrelated x-ray of the lungs done for okay. health check or other reason. There are individuals who may pick up small shadows from x-ray, but it is not a very helpful screening test in general. Okay. So what should somebody do if, if somebody is, for example, a chain smoker? Do they have to get checked early or... Because, I mean, would that be able to prevent, you know, getting into the serious stage of lung cancer? Yeah. So right now we know the lifetime risk of lung cancer in heavy smokers are at least 30%. Okay. And we have data from uh, well-conducted international trials looking at the benefit of so-called low-dose CT scan of the lung mm-hmm. to pick up early lung cancer. So individuals aged between 50 to 75 who have at least 20 pack years mm. history of exposure to mm. cigarette smoking mm. should consider annual CT scan of the lung mm. and trials show that it can lead to about 30% reduction in lung cancer mortality right. just by early detection. Mm-hmm. And this includes secondhand smokers. Yes. Yeah. All right, thank you very much, Dr. Wong. Let's move on to talk about the uh, 365 Cancer Prevention Society. Andrew, thanks for helping us out with this. Why do you think, and what was the inspiration behind this, you know, being able to offer this free public lung screening? I think as a charity that advocates for cancer prevention, cancer fighting and cancer education. I mean, we firmly believe early detection saves lives. So, I mean, over the last two years, we have started a lot of cancer specific uh, cancer type of uh, screening from breast cancers, colon cancer, even gastric cancers. Mm. And this year, we launched this lung cancer screening because mm. we want to really stay one step ahead. And like what Dr. Wong says, right, a lot of times lung cancer patients are only detected at a later stage. Yeah. So, with this technology, we hope to have much uh, faster and you know uh, earlier detections for okay. lung cancer patients. So who will be eligible for this? Well, basically those who are at the high-risk group, those who are in uh, 50 years to 80 years old, mm-hmm. right, who have I mean, exposed or smoked more than 20 pack years and also still smoking, mm. you know, or quit less than 15 years ago. Mm. And of course, from the uh, financial aspect wise, we hope to also target the low income individuals, right. specifically those who hold either blue or orange charge card, right? So mm. they would be able to come forward and sign up for this uh, lung cancer screening. I picked up on a word you mentioned earlier on, Andrew. Um, Just correct me if I'm wrong. You mentioned technology to detect. Could you tell me Mm -hmm. a bit about this? So basically, I mean, or traditionally, most of the time when it talks about screening for lung cancer, it's always a chest X-ray and all. But with this low dosage uh, CT scan, right, patients are able to be picked up, I mean, in the early stages of uh, lung cancer. Right, so with early detection, it also means earlier treatment. Mm-hmm. Right, the chances of recovery is right. also much higher. You say low dosage uh, CT scan is because there's there's some radiation involved. Yes, that's right. Just jogging my memory there. Mm. So, how can people help support the Are You at Risk program? Well, of course, for the members of the public, if you think that you are at risk and you qualify for this uh, lung cancer screening, you, of course, you can always uh, come down to four of our social service centers island-wide or even give us a call or drop us an email to sign up for it. And if you think you could support us uh, financially, you can always go to giving.sg mm. or Give Asia. These two online donation portals look out for Are You at Risk, this particular fundraising campaigns, and donate generously. That would help to 
for us to have the funds needed to screen as many people as possible you know through mm. this uh, screening campaign I think it's great that you guys are doing this and Dr. Wong obviously you know it's so important to detect early Andrew did mention a little bit earlier on on that low dosage uh, CT scan I picked up the fact that it's because there's some radiation involved but for those of us who are unaware perhaps you could expand on that just a little bit more and and why it's so effective you know compared with an x-ray so first of all chest x-ray will likely pick up a nodule in the chest if it's two centimeter and above so it's going to be a certain size but that's likely to be more advanced stage of lung cancer. Wow. Mm-hmm. So low-dose CT scan will pick up nodules even 5mm, 6mm wow. in size. Another point that I want to clarify is the radiation exposure mm. in doing Please low-dose do. CT scan. Yeah. The healthy individuals will say, why should I expose my body mm. to radiation? Mm. Now, the total dose of radiation that's involved in a single low-dose CT scan is about a quarter of the radiation dose that we expose patients to for a full CT scan of the lungs. Now that's around 1.5 to 2 millisieverts, which is a unit that we use to measure radiation. In our day-to-day life, in fact, we are exposed to radiation from our environment and our annual environmental exposure is roughly around 3 millisieverts, which is more than a low-dose CT scan of the lungs. So it's actually not harmful for one dose of <laughs> These scan. smartphones are more harmful than <laughs> CT scans. <laughs> I'm going to put mine right there. But doctor, so when a person goes for these low-dose CT scan and you detect something, what happens next? So not all shadow seen on CT scan is cancer. Mm-hmm. So the immediate step we have to decide is does the nodule warrant extra investigations and if it does then we will usually follow up with additional scans and likely a biopsy which means sampling of the nodule using the least invasive method our job is to confirm or exclude the presence of cancer before we recommend any treatment plan Prevention is always better than cure, although it's quite hard in the kind of environment that we live in but doctor, what would your advice be if you know, a patient would ask, how do I prevent lung cancer, as hard as it may be? There is no magical formula. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. the obvious thing and the only meaningful thing is still actually uh, avoid smoking, including yeah. passive smoking. Mm. I mean, other things are not easy to avoid, such as uh, radiation exposure yeah. from our environment, yeah. redden, or even air pollution. Yeah. P- PM 2.5, excessive exposure to these fine particulate matters actually increase the risk of lung cancer. Yeah. But it's not easy for us to avoid this. Mm. So treatment-wise though, once you've done your biopsy and everything like that and somebody you know, needs to go for treatment, what are the chances that uh, this can be cured before it becomes a full stage? So the chance of cure increases with earlier Earlier detection. detection. So it it can be as high as uh, 80 to 90% for very early stage lung cancer. Mm -hmm. And there are lots of advances in surgical method, less invasive method. There are advances in radiation and even the drugs advances are also there. So we, we now have treatment that we can offer patients who are at slightly higher risk of relapse after curative intent operation. 
Okay. Gentlemen, just a final question is for both of you. I'm sure it'll be from different points of view as well. An individual listening right now maybe is unsure of whether he or she is at risk. What would your advice be in terms of taking the first step, in terms of taking that first step in getting help? Can I start with you, Andrew? Mm-hmm. I think in particular, if you think that you are at risk in uh, getting lung cancer is to speak to your family doctors or simply you know come forward and sign up for this particular screening. We have a panel of doctors and also many medical professionals from the uh, private medical institutions who are here. I mean, to help you, right, to get it sorted out. If you want to find out more, it's 365cps.org.sg. Doctor, your thoughts, someone who's looking to take the first step. I think Andrew mentioned the most obvious. I just want to put a plug for our colleague in public institution. Look out for clinical trials for lung cancer screening. Mm-hmm. All the effort right now is focused on smokers, but there are lots of effort internationally and okay. even locally looking at lung cancer screening for patients who are never smokers because mm. we have a population in Singapore, especially the women, mm. who never have cigarette exposure mm. but are diagnosed with lung cancers. So we want to understand how do we select at risk group uh-huh. and target this lung cancer screening for the correct group of patients. Wow, that's going to go a long way. Mm-hmm. We've been speaking with uh, Andrew So, who's Assistant Director for Fundraising, Marketing and Volunteer Management at 365 Cancer Prevention Society, as well as Dr. Wong Siu Wei, who is Senior Consultant, Parkway Cancer Centre. Gentlemen, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.